Welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and I'm excited for my beautiful wife, Amy, to join me for this week-long interview with the True Kingdom Worship Prophetic Prayer Line. Sure. Thank you. That's, that's, that's really powerful, brothers. As a matter of fact, there's a book out there. I don't agree with everything that she says, uh, but I do think she hit the nail on this one. That the, the name of the book by Joyce Myers, Battlefield of the Mind. And, and I don't think everybody agrees with what I say. The only book I've ever agreed with everything that it says is the Bible, okay? And, and my book, because God gave it to me to share, but uh, our book, mine and Amy's. But um, the, uh, I, I think you hit a target that is the greatest, the center point of the target on every human being's life, and that is uh, that our mind is the battlefield. That's why I'm going to type three things together. One is a quote from Oswald Chambers. One is a quote from Jesus. And the other was a writing from James, the half-brother of Jesus. The first one is this. Oswald Chambers says, we tend to think of lust as sexual. But lust is simply this. In human nature, lust is I want what I want, and I want it now. Okay? So keep that in mind. Jesus points to that in Matthew 5 when he talks about, you've heard it said of old, that if you commit adultery, you are guilty of a sin leading to death. I mean, you're going to be stoned. That, that's, the, that's how egregious sexual sin is. First Corinthians 7 says that, don't you know that when you're six, I think it is, when, that when you sin, a man sins sexually. He, it's the only sin when there he sins not only against God and the other person, but against his own body. Now think about that, Brother Byron. You and I know this from heritage years ago. We started talking about the scientific truths that God had shown us all along if we just listened to him. When you enter into a romantic and on into a sexual relationship with someone, you are binding with them. And God said, don't bind with them until you first bound to them in the covenant of marriage. If you keep it there, I can bless it. If you don't, it's broken. There's nothing but destruction in it. I don't care how hot you are for each other. So Jesus said, you've heard it said of old. If you, if you commit adultery, you're guilty of a sin uh, worthy of death, stoning. Now think about how egregious that was. And then he said, but I say to you, if you lust after her with her already in your heart, and this goes both ways. He was talking to men because he knew it was more powerful there. But th th our, when we let our minds do what we want to do, remember Oswald Chambers' quote, but it, that is truly scriptural principle. I want what I want, and I want it now. Any one of us that moves down that path, whether it's money uh, fame, sex, pleasure, whatever it may be. We are living in the lust of our flesh, as First John says. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. Okay? So Jesus said, if you have her already in your heart, lusting after her or him, then you are guilty, already guilty, of a sin worthy of death. You don't have to act on it you because... With the way we created you, your mind will lead you there one way or the other. And so then, then James said, and James, you alluded to this, Brother Byron, James 1.15 and a little before that, 14 says, but each one of us is tempted when he is carried away and enticed by his own lust. Then when lust has conceived, lust, I want what I want and I want it now. It's all about me, right? Standing at the tree again. When lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it has run its course, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers and sisters. You see, 
we start with the thoughts, we, we entertain them, we think they're okay, and then we go, and we're standing at the tree, we eat the fruit and go, well, God, God said this, but, and Sister Phyllis, you said your pastor said this years ago, you both know the truth in this. And most of the time I've found that people do, but I also have found some people that are so re- rebellious against God and his word and so uh, have rejected it so greatly that they don't know it. And they are a law unto themselves. And Matthew twenty four twelve says in the end times, because of lawlessness, boy, are we there now. The love of many will grow cold. And so now we start, okay, there's all established clearly what goes in our mind according to God's truth. So let's look at what God says to do about it. We've talked about this before. Take, re- Renew your mind. What do we renew it with? The Word and the Spirit, Romans 12, 2. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by renewing your mind. I've got to, That's a, dis- a discipleship command. You cannot do that as an unbeliever. The only way you can do that is when you have been given the Holy Spirit by grace through faith in Christ. Now he says, be a living sacrifice, and what's that look like? Don't conform to the world anymore, but be transformed by renewing your mind. Think differently. Don't think in sin and lust, but think in righteousness and holiness. And then he said, Proverbs, the Old Testament even talked about this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Lean not on your own understanding. That's what the pagan man, the Gentile, the unbeliever does. But in all your ways acknowledge me and I will make your path straight. If you want to walk on a straight path, you got to acknowledge God. And then 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. Isn't it interesting that God, the Holy Spirit, through Paul, didn't say, okay, take the temptation captive or take the sin captive. It's, it's, now, the temptation is not too late, but you're flirting with it. We know that the temptation itself is not sin, but you're flirting with sin. And the more you entertain that in your mind, according to Jesus, the more you're already moving down that path and you'll eventually give into it and be trapped in the sin. Lust, sin, lust give birth to sin, sin gives birth to death. Okay? So the Holy Spirit, inspiring Paul to write, says we take we demolish every stronghold and we take every argument, every I'm going to give you different interpretations that all basically mean the same thing. Every high and lofty, prideful thought every vain, prideful imagination. What have you created in your own mind and decided it was okay? Well, my, my wife doesn't give me what I need, and that woman is really nice to me at the office. Or I, I get more respect when I'm at work, so why don't I just go there and stay there? See, all these things are thoughts that eventually, if they continue to be entertained, will be temptations, and if they continue in those, we'll act on them. God's already told us how he created our mind and why we need to do these things. Take every thought captive and vain imagination, foolish ideology taught by our culture or false pretenses, our systems and the things that we've got. What have we bought into today? Because we had many, many individuals that were giving, given over to their vain imaginations and they called it okay. They justified and rationalized it in their own mind, not according to God. They're not justified, but they rationalized in their own mind. And when you continue to do that, You continue to pat yourself on the back and say, it's okay for me to do these things because I'm not getting what I want. And every one of those statements I just made are made in the selfish flesh. So we have to renew and acknowledge God 
renew our mind in the spirit and word and take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ. And we can only do that when we are honoring the Lord by walking with him, and we can't do that unless we've been saved by grace through faith. That's the order. That's the way God designed it. No one else could do it. Remember the greatest self-help book? He gave us every opportunity in the world to do this on our own. Go to my law. It's perfect. I'm the perfect lawgiver. If you can keep it perfectly, you don't need a Savior. But we couldn't. So now we go back to what he's saying to us now. Do you realize you are a sinner? Do you need my, my grace, my son, as your Savior and Lord? Absolutely we do. Well, then now that you're saved, here's what it looks like. Don't keep giving in to those same sinful thoughts. Don't keep entertaining those lustful thoughts. Take them captive. Align them with the Spirit, the Word, and with Christ. Find them and cast them out. And we have to do this over and over again. And back to one of our earlier questions. If we have already started down the path of the flesh and lust and, and emotional and relational and sexual sin, any or all of the above, our brain has already been wired to work that way. And so getting out of it, it's going to take even more of an effort, to take even more grace, and it's going to build your faith. But you can do it because of God's grace. That's the only thing. The same grace that saves us is the grace that sanctifies us, that allows us to do this. I can't do it on my own. I can only do it in Christ and by the Holy Spirit and the Word. Amen. Anyone else, bless the Lord. I know Chaplain Rounds opened the line to anyone that have comment, question, or want to um, say thank you to Elder Elder Greg, bless the Lord, hallelujah. And Sister Amy, bless the Lord, before she gets off the line, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. By the way, Sister Sister Phyllis, before before I go today, I just want to remind yeah. everybody, first of all, thank you. I'm humbled and honored and, and, and thank you for inviting Amy. It's not easy yeah. for her, but if you can as you heard, she does a fabulous job. Always. Um but I, I do want to say if there are those out there in your churches or ministries, uh it would like for to, for, to partner with Love and Lordship, have us come and share in a conference or retreat or something like that. Uh, I'd love to do that. That's part of what we do in our ministry. I, I do some counseling and mentoring, and we've connected. I'm, I'm, I'm mentoring or counseling people in seven states uh, currently, and we're getting ready to open up the line to do 20 international ministries on a once-a-month message. And so would you pray for that? And if we can help you, or if we yes. can come and visit and share with you, please let us know. The Lord will take care and provide. He always does. Amen. But if we can help you and make it, the Lord will make it work. If it's of him, it, it will work. So I just wanted to put that out there and thank you all and thank Brother Byron for inviting us and inviting me and for your encouragement in the book and the ministry. Thank you and God yes. bless. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Thank you for your willingness Amen. to love on us and to be a part of this ministry movement, hallelujah. And we want to definitely want to be a part of your your movement, hallelujah. The ministry that you all thank you. Are continuing. And I just praise God for you and the and the instruction and the and what God has sown into your heart with this book and and with your family and your living example of how we should treat one another and love one another. And we thank God that He's continuing to love on your family. Each and every day. Anyone else? Bless the Lord. The line is open. 
Well, I believe, uh, Evangelist Phyllis, I think that, uh, yes, at least for me, I'm, I'm sitting here listening, and some, sometimes, and I, I'm sure there's some others that are, are just gleaning, right? And um, <laughs> when you hear God's word, I believe they set at the seed of Jesus, and I believe we bring authors in that are uh, writing for the kingdom. Um, for, from the kingdom perspective, we can just sit there sometimes green and, you know, we have to let chew on it, let it roll in. And so I know sometimes you're asking for, for we're asking for more questions. I think some of us are just sitting here like, okay, let me, let me let this soak in. <laughs> so we have gotten some of these taped. Um, if, uh, if you want, please reach out and let us know. We'll try to send it your way. Um, thank God for these words. Brother Byron? Uh, yes. Brother Byron? You have one another? quick question. If you would, do yeah. you, do you mind to, to make sure I get a link to those to the recordings and uh, compile the questions that have been sent? You got all of them. I didn't get all of them. Do you mind to do that for me? Yeah, yeah. Link to uh, the recordings. Records and, and compile the questions that have been asked and any others that come in because I will use them. They're wonderful. They're really good. They're heartfelt questions, and I think of the mm. Holy Spirit. People desire to really do that, and I want to be able to use that when I'm sharing with others. Amen. Amen. Yes. And we're going to pray over Thank the you. ministry, love and lordship so that we can uh, continue and, and see where God wants to lead us next. I uh, appreciate you, Brother Greg, for the ministry and personally just uh, coming into my life. And Sister Amy, thank you. Appreciate you. Such an honor to be able to uh, hear your voice and hear you all together. Um, so I really thank God for you and your family. Um, and I hope that we will, uh, get you guys to come back in the future here um, and allow God to use this message um, because it's a message that you don't get to hear a whole lot of. And um, I think we need to hear more of it just to build us up in all areas.